Welcome to the Attracting Lasting Love podcast presented by CoachingWithFroy.com. You've found the place where single adults come for mindful wisdom and insight into how to attract and create healthy, lasting, conscious relationships. And now, here's your host, the owner of CoachingWithFroy.com, number one best-selling author, certified relationship coach, and TV analyst, Roy Biancalana. Well, hello there, and welcome to another edition of the Attracting Lasting Love podcast. This is a podcast that is for single adults, and it's offering a mindful or conscious perspective on life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. So if you are a single person and you would like to attract a healthy, lasting relationship, then this is the place for you. And actually, there may be no better place to be right now because of what this episode is about and what's coming in the near future. Our topic today is something that I am calling cleaning the slate. And my subtitle might be something like the most important but ignored step that we can take to ensure a happy new year. And might I say, a happy new relationship. Because this podcast is dropping the day after Christmas, and we are right in that window where a lot of us begin to think about the new year. We begin to think about setting goals or making resolutions or we're putting our schedule together. We're maybe formulating a plan, maybe rethinking our purpose. You know, we're we're putting an end to the last year, maybe learning some lessons as we'll talk about today, maybe letting some, some things go as we are definitely going to talk about today. But we're right in that transition period of moving from this year to the next year. And so we have an opportunity to really make this transition conscious, to really make it special, and to really make it effective. And so what I want to do today in this podcast, you know, which I'm calling Cleaning the Slate, is I want to talk about, you know, letting go of anything that has happened This past year, you know, how we can accumulate, you know, debris, emotional baggage. We've gone through difficult circumstances. We've had some very challenging things happen in our lives. Perhaps we've had some people that have shown up in our lives and left a mark on our souls, right? So you can't really go through life untouched. You can't go through life without things happening that are right, wrong, good, or bad. You're going to have some baggage. It's just the nature of reality. But I think the most effective people and the happiest people are those who periodically clean the slate and kind of get a new start, kind of put things behind them, make peace with their past, let it go, sort of cut the sandbags loose from the hot air balloon 
Because we all know that if we hang on to bitterness or, you know, difficulties, anger, hang on to some emotional residue, we know that it, it, it slows us down. It, it inhibits us from moving forward, for creating new things in our lives, for having the most open and playful attitude, right? That baggage can make us a little dark. It can make us a little heavy. It can hold us back. So in this episode, that's what I want to do is I want to help you let go of some things. But I'm doing this sort of, I'm sort of putting before you kind of a strategy for the new year. I'm counting on my listeners really wanting to have a great 2024, which might include creating a great relationship, finally meeting somebody special, right? So that's what this podcast is about, right? The Attracting Lasting Love podcast. And I've just been thinking about this because I've been reviewing my own life, reviewing my own work. And I've had to let go of some things myself and I'm looking forward. And one of the things that has become clear to me as I've kind of sat in this little meditative place of reviewing my life and thinking about this podcast and, you know, where it's going and what its purpose is, is I've really landed on a clarity about what I want to do with you in this podcast, you know, over the next couple of months. And and what it is, is this, I want to do everything within my power to see that you are fully prepared and fully able and fully equipped to finally meet someone special this coming year. So I want to create a series of podcasts that are going to start Right in the, in, right next week, January 1st is going to be the first episode. And I'm titling this next series of podcasts, um, The Pursuit of Intimacy. And it's going to be, as far as I can tell right now, a six part series that is going to get as practical and down to earth as I can possibly make it. I want to talk about your pursuit of intimacy, and I want to address address at least six areas of your life that we need to sort of do a makeover, where we, we, we really need to look at ourselves, maybe make some changes, maybe address some things, you know, to get us really ready for something special. And there are going to be topics that I don't think that I have really talked about ever before on this podcast, which is sort of amazing since this is like the 146th episode. But I'm going to touch on some things that we really need to focus on if, you know, if we want to attract a relationship this year. And there are going to be some fresh perspectives. There are going to be, I think, exciting topics, perhaps not easy necessarily to hear, but I think you're going to see that they're important. So I kind of want to, I kind of want to offer you a makeover in this next series of podcasts starting next week. 
I kind of want to, it's almost like I, I wish I could grab each one of you individually and put you through a, a kind of a, a certain series of questions, a certain series of topics and ideas and sort of make a new you, you know, not that there's something wrong with you now, don't misunderstand me, but just kind of make the best version of you. Isn't that what, what happens if you do like a makeover, like physically or something, you know, you, you're not changing who you are, but you're kind of making the best version of yourself. And that's what I want to do is I want to do a complete makeover of your lives so that you are going into the new year, the best version of yourself, because that is when you are going to be most likely to attract a very healthy, sustainable relationship. Okay. So that's the next series starting next week. It's called the pursuit of intimacy, but really we can't get into a makeover unless we have dropped some things from the past, right? Before we start to talk about building this new you, we might need to let go of some things first. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But I just want to kind of tease you a little bit with this next series because I'm really excited about it. And like I said, I'm, I'm going all in. These are the things that you really need to put your attention on if you want to meet somebody in 2024. So in week number one, we're going to talk about your, we're going to do a makeover in terms of your physical presentation. Yeah, we're going to talk about your appearance in many, many different ways. So we're going to do a physical presentation makeover. Then we're going to look at your life purpose kind of what you're about, what your gifts are. And we're going to get clear there on kind of who you are, what you're about, where you're going. So we're going to do sort of a purpose makeover. And then we're going to talk about your social life. We're going to talk about your friendships and the way you are socially, your social engagements, the way you move in the world, if you move in the world. So we're going to do a social makeover. And then we're going to do a personality makeover. <laughs> Not that you can change your personality, but we want to bring the best aspects of our personality to the forefront. And we want to notice what our blind spots might be because those are the things that can sabotage us. So I kind of want to take a look at our personalities and say, these are the cards you should play. These are the cards that you need to discard. You need to throw them out. You need to be aware of these are the ways that can sabotage you. So we're going to do a personality makeover. And then we're going to talk about confidence, kind of our affect, the way we feel about ourselves, the way we sort of present ourselves, I guess you could say emotionally, right? Many of us lack confidence in intimate relationship settings. Many of us are shy or we just don't believe in ourselves. We, we might not feel as worthy as we should, right? So I want to do a confidence makeover for you. And then lastly, I want to do a strategy makeover. 
I want to sit down with you and create a strategic plan. Like here are the exact things that we are going to do this year to attract a partner. This happens in business all the time, right? You have a business has goals, they have objectives, and then they create a strategic plan. How are we going to get there from where we are? So I want to, I want to talk to you in all of these episodes, very practical, very down to earth. I'm going to give you a little homework assignments for every one of them. And it's going to be then your opportunity to kind of work this makeover because I believe if you do, you are going to attract someone special into your life this year. Okay? So I hope that sounds exciting. I hope you tell other people about this. This is going to be probably the most powerful six-week series I believe I've ever done, and it starts next week. But I want to get you ready for it. Okay, I, I want your soul to be fertile ground. And to do that, we have to let go of some stuff. We have to talk about cleaning the slate. Because like I said, if we drag a lot of baggage with us, then the things that I want to bring to you, they might not land on you. They might not be able to have their desired effect. I remember, I think, somewhere in the Bible, Jesus talked about Hey, you can't put new wine into old wineskins, right? So Jesus was like, I'm bringing a message of love. I'm bringing a a message of peace, a message of connection with God, with life, right? He's like, I've got this new wine for you, but it won't go into old wineskins. It won't go into old perspectives. It won't go into souls that have baggage and are harboring pain from the past. You put the new into the old and the old wineskins will burst. It can't contain the new stuff, right? So before we can contain the new stuff, which is coming next week, we got to let go of the old stuff. I mean, another analogy might be if you were going to buy new living room furniture, right? All kind of new couch and chairs and maybe paint and new new carpeting, new pictures, right? If you're going to redo your living room, well, the first step in the redo is to get rid of everything that's currently in there, <laughs> right? You got to get rid of the old couch to put the new one in there. You got to get rid of the old carpeting to put in the new stuff, right? You, you got to get rid of the the baggage, that's not serving you to make room for something that's new. That's what I want to do right now. And I want to invite you, maybe you listen to the rest of this podcast because right now you're out for a walk or you're on a treadmill or you're driving in your car, right? Most likely you're listening to this and you're not really able to get in a quiet sort of meditative state of mind, which is where I would like you to get for the rest of this podcast. We're right on around the 16 minute mark for you to just remember. So perhaps you listen to the rest of this right now, you get a feel for what I'm doing, but maybe you circle back to this later tonight or sometime this week and you 
You sit down quietly alone, no distractions, no music, no devices other than how you're listening to this. And you, you do this cleaning the slate exercise that I'm going to give you. You go through this process when you can be completely present and be able to feel emotions that may come up. Because letting go is really about emotional release. And it's just difficult to do when you're driving a car or you're out exercising or, you know, whatever. So I just want to invite you to maybe listen to this podcast and put yourself in a setting that might serve the purpose of this podcast, you know, for yourself in the best way possible. Okay? So now I'm going to communicate as if you're doing that. And so right now you're you're sitting someplace quietly. Perhaps your your eyes are closed. And the first thing I want you to do is begin to settle in to your body. And by that I mean feel the weight of your body sitting on your chair or on your couch or on your meditation cushion. Just let go and feel yourself supported by whatever you're sitting in. Let yourself be heavy in that spot. Let yourself feel that you're being held. And now drop further in and just connect with your breath. However it's happening. Don't try to breathe a certain way. Don't try to change anything about your breath. Just sort of notice how the breath is happening and where do you feel it? Do you feel your belly moving? Do you feel your breath up in your chest? Do you feel the air moving in and out of your nostrils or your mouth? Just notice the breath and where you notice it. And notice that it's sort of happening all by itself. That you really don't choose to breathe. (laughs) You're not doing the breathing. Breathing is being done for you or to you or in you and see if you can relax into the sense that you're being breathed that it's happening for you without your doership without your thought without your effort that you're being done. See if that doesn't feel freeing and wonderful to let go and let yourself be supported by whatever you're sitting on and just to notice that the most important thing to keep you alive, you have nothing to do with. It's just happening for you. 
you're being breathed. And these are two perspectives that are going to help you let go of any pain that you've accumulated this past year. Feel into the idea that when challenging people show up in our lives, maybe we've had ghosting happen to us and gaslighting and we got broken up with or just difficult relationship things happening online or with family members, you know, co-workers. Notice how in those moments you can feel so alone. You can feel powerless. You can feel unsupported. Those relationships, these circumstances that happen can make us feel like we're, we're sort of left to fend for ourselves. And we can't connect to the idea that we really and truly are being supported underneath it all. Sometimes we're not aware of it, but we are being held. It's okay. Even though painful things have happened, it's a little bit like that old Allstate commercial. You're in good hands with Allstate. Like, what is that commercial pointing to? They're selling insurance. What's insurance for? To protect you against bad stuff, right? And they're saying, well, if you're with Allstate, you're in good hands. Okay, fine. But I think the universe has a commercial for us and says, I got some insurance for you. Yeah, bad things are going to happen. People are going to do bizarre things. You're going to get marked up through life. Circumstances, conditions, people. You are not going to get through this year without some scars, without some wounds, without some pain. But the universe said, you're in good hands, though. You are supported. Can you feel it? Like you're feeling yourself being supported by the chair or the cushion that you're sitting on. You're being held. You're taken care of. Can you feel that? Can you feel that no matter what's happened this year, I'm okay. And I am supported. I am not left to fend for myself. I am not alone in this universe. Though I can't see it, there are good hands supporting me, carrying me, there for me. And then secondly, can you feel into the mystery of life? I mean, there are people that have come into your life mysteriously this year. 
like where'd that person come from? Well, I know I was online dating. I was, I know this, but why that person? Why not this other person? Like there's a mystery concerning the circumstances and the conditions and the people that have shown up in your life this year. It's unexplainable. Why did I have that circumstance and not that one? Why did this condition happen and not that one? Why did this person do this and do that or not do this and not do that versus something else? It's a mystery of how life unfolds. And you don't have anything to do with it. Your life is being done. There's a mystery of the unfolding nature of life and what happens and who does what and when and how and all of that. And just as you aren't consciously deciding to breathe, your breath is breathing you. So we don't, how do I say this? We don't, we don't get to consciously decide on everything that happens. If we did, nothing bad would ever happen. We would never get sick. We never get a cold, much less COVID or cancer. We would never have a person do things to hurt our feelings or to criticize us or to that people that ignore us or don't notice our gifts or don't receive our love. We would never do it that way. But that's how life is being done. And yet in the midst of that, you can trust that even though it's a mystery, I'm okay. You can look at the crazy, bizarre, hurtful things that have occurred in your life this year. You can look at that as somehow the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, has allowed it to happen for your growth to somehow teach you something. Your life is being done to you. Sure, we have some control over things. We make choices and our choices then do affect some of our outcomes. But life is a mystery. And we can either look at that mystery with a type of anger or fear. We can look at it like we're a victim. Why is this happening to me? This isn't fair. That's not right. What did I do to deserve that? Or we can look at the mystery of how life is unfolding and say, how is this for me? How is this designed to help me grow, to evolve, to mature, 
what is this here to teach me? And one of the ways you let go of painful things in the past is by making that shift from these things happen to me to these things could be seen as happening for me. I mean, they've just happened, right? People did what they did this year. You had certain, you might've gotten fired. You have certain circumstances, certain conditions. People do things. You met people, they ghost you, relationships break up. That's happened. That's factual. But you get to decide how you think about it. You get to decide how you're going to frame your past. And you can frame it as this is unfair, this sucks, they hurt me, I'm damaged, I can't do this now, I can't do that now. You can frame it that way and you can be bitter and hostile and down and feel negative. You can view your past that way. But you also have the choice to to have a type of faith, I guess you could say, a type of trust in the universe to say, wow, how has this past year and everything that happened, how is it for me? How is it for my growth, my evolution, my learning? You get to frame it that way. You get to look at that guy or that girl that treated you like shit. And I'm not saying they didn't treat you like shit. When we talk about letting go of the past, we are not letting anyone off the hook. We are not dismissing the pain. I'm not saying it didn't hurt and it wasn't crappy. Just the opposite. It was what it was. I'm saying you get to decide how you're going to frame that history that you've been through. And you can frame it and say, in terms of this mystery of how life unfolds, Maybe these things have been brought into my life or allowed to take place in my life for me. Maybe they're here to make me stronger. Maybe they're here to make me wiser. Maybe I learn from the pain of this year to make clearer agreements with people. Or maybe I learn, as we talked about last week, to set better boundaries because I've gotten myself taken advantage of. I've gotten sort of run over. So you can look at that as poor me and feel down and negative, or you can say, no, either I allowed it or the universe allowed it, or I don't know what, but in a way, it's good that that happened. Because it's taught me the value of setting boundaries and I'm better prepared to move forward in my life and create better connections with people that have proper boundaries. 
perhaps something's happened in your life to teach you better how to more consciously handle your emotions. I mean, maybe something happened and you completely lost your temper. You flew off the handle. You overreacted and you did something horrible with that anger. Okay? You can live in the guilt and shame of what you did in response or what you said or something you threw at someone. I don't know. Or you can look at that and say, you know what? That whole relationship and my anger, that was for me. Because now I know I have to deal with my anger. Like I've, I've, I've got a temper. And I can turn that horrible situation into a turning point. Because I'm going to focus on that. Because I was horrified by what I did. See, one of the things that I've realized in my life, and I think you have too, is that some of these terrible things that we go through can be turning points. We can almost look back and say, oh my God, I, I guess I wouldn't wish that on myself again or anyone else, but it woke me up. It taught me something new. I made changes in my life because of it. I grew up a little bit because of it. I'm different now because of that. And you could almost say, I'm sort of grateful for it. I mean, I had a fiance break up with me six months before the wedding. I've shared this with you guys before. And if you would have told me at that moment, this is going to be the most beneficial thing that's ever happened to you, Roy, I would have punched you in the face. Because in that moment, I framed my fiance breaking up with me as a horrible thing. What did I do? Why me? Uh, all the good things I've done for you, all the ways I've taken care of you and your kids. And, and, and I could be all negative about that. I could turn around and be negative about women moving forward. Ah, women are so ungrateful, selfish bitches, right? I could, I could do all that. And I could let that breakup sort of darken my heart, ruin my attitude. I could let that breakup make me become basically emotionally unavailable. Or I could look at that and say, I could reframe it. How, how could this make me a better man? What did that relationship and how it ended, what is that here to teach me? How can I become a better person because of it? What changes in my life do I need to make because that woman didn't want to spend the rest of her life with me? And in the beginning, I didn't take that point of view. I spiraled in negativity. But after a while, I sort of got out of that and I started to frame it in this more positive way, looking for things I could learn from this about myself and then work on those things that I found. And I can sit here today and tell you that the ending of that relationship with my fiance was the best gift God has ever given me. Not because I shouldn't be with that woman. It's got nothing to do with her. It's because of 
the changes that it brought in me, the awakening that it invited me to have, the things I learned. So I want you to call to mind, as painful as this might be, and maybe it's already there front and center in your awareness, a painful situation from this last year. Something that you know, I got to let this go. I don't, I don't, I don't want to bring this with me into the new year. I, I got to drop it. I got to let it go. So what is that? Is it a relationship? Uh, uh, some sort of relationship experience? Maybe you went, maybe your divorce got finalized this year. Very painful. Maybe you got dumped like I did. Maybe you've just had a lot of drama and weird things happening with online dating or maybe it's some other relationship dynamic, something horrible between you and a sibling, very difficult, or you and a parent, you had a blowout with someone or maybe something at work. Maybe it's a, an experience or a condition experience. I don't know what, what is it that you know, this is my sandbag that's keeping me tethered. Call that to mind. And then notice, notice how you have been framing that. And if you've been framing that from like a victim position, like poor me, I can't believe they did this to me. This is unfair. They hurt me. They did this. They did that. And you're sort of wallowing in the pain. And you're talking about it to anybody who will listen. Now, let me tell you about what this person did to me recently. Let me tell you about my mother and what she said to me. Let me, right, you're rehashing it. You're talking about it. You're keeping it alive. And it's squarely in that place of the negativity and the pain. And then just simply ask yourself, am I willing to reframe the whole thing? Am I willing to embrace the mystery of life and say, what was all of that here to teach me? What, what was it designed to help me learn? How was that person as negative as they may have been, as hurtful as they were, maybe as much as their motives were to harm you, how is life actually using them for your growth? Really, truly ask yourself, how has that situation taught me? What has it taught me? How can I be stronger because of it? How could I look back on that and say, as strange as this sounds, I'm glad that happened. I'm glad I went through that because now I know this about me. Now I've learned this about life. Now I know I'm committed to behaving differently. And by the way, this kind of reflecting on past pain is what keeps us out of Groundhog Day. You know, 
how you repeat the same problems and pain over and over again. The reason that happens is because we don't learn the lessons that they have mysteriously been brought into our lives to teach us. So it's almost like God says, I want you to learn something and it's going to be learning it the hard way. But it's like God saying, oh, I hope you learn it the first time around because I don't want to have to keep trying to teach you the same lesson. (laughs) And if we don't learn, we end up in the same experiences. We end up being treated the same ways. We end up getting in the same dynamics because we're not receiving them with the opportunity to learn and grow and become better people because of it. And when we do, it's like life says, yeah, you don't need to learn that lesson again. No need to bring someone in your life to teach you about boundaries because you've got them. (laughs) No need to bring someone into your life who will break their word and lie to you and not come through on their promises because you've learned how to set better agreements with people. And so the universe can move on to, in its mysterious ways, teaching you new things that you need to learn. You don't have to keep going over the same ground again and again and again and again. This is how you let go of anything from the past. You recognize first that you are being supported even if you can't see it. That you are be you are in good hands. And you recognize there's a mystery going on here that you have nothing to do with. Just as you are not choosing to breathe every moment of every day, breathing is being done to you. So your life is being done to you. People are coming in from God knows where. So you can receive that mystery from a place of, why me? This isn't fair. Or you can receive it that all of this is happening for me. Even if I can't see it, I am choosing to believe that whatever circumstance or condition or person that comes into my life is here to teach me something that only that could teach me. That's how I view my past. Somebody might have meant something bad for you, but you're learning from it. You're growing from it. So in a weird way, I'm taking it for good. And when you view the things that have happened in your past as happening for you to teach you something. Do you see how blame and anger just disappear? They don't, they're not congruent. No, I learned something. I'm sort of grateful for that happening because it made me face something that I needed to face or fix something that needed fixing or I needed to grow in an area that I was ignoring. And so it's no longer a bad thing anymore. And if it's not a bad thing, then there's no negative debris from it. There's no negative energetic charge to it. And you are free. And you are free 
to move into the new year and make it an actual happy new year and a happy new relationship. Now, you might have to go back to about minute 16 because we did that for, what, about, about a half an hour? You might have to do this release, kind of what I walked you through, kind of a guided meditative release. You might have to do this a couple of times, maybe on various people or various circumstances. But I know that you want to have a great 2024. And I know you want to come out of this year coming up in a new healthy relationship. And I think you know that if you don't let go of your past and the pain and you drag that crap with you, that it makes a happy new year and a happy new love life virtually impossible. So maybe you listen to this a couple of times over and over again to feel like you're cleaning the slate, right? You're, you're wiping all the crap off the chalkboard, <laughs> okay? We're starting a new year with a blank slate, a clean slate. Let's go. And then next week, we're going to jump in and we're going to do a makeover. We're going we're gonna to take a, a, a good look at every part of our life and we're going to get ourselves in such great relationship shape that we are virtually destined to attract a healthy, meaningful, loving relationship. And I can't wait to get started with you next week. And so until then, let it go. Reframe it. Open your heart to what's next. And let's make it a great new year. You've been listening to Attracting Lasting Love with Roy Biancalana. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. Check out our website at coachingwithroy.com and tune in every week for more insights and wisdom on creating healthy, lasting, conscious relationships.